welcome to another episode of Everything 3P. And today we have an, another interesting topic brought about by a conversation with a, a third-party seller, and that was Amazon just shut, shut my account down. Uh, and in this case, the individual was selling some books, and when they went back, um, they saw that their account was, was frozen. And in this case, the selling privileges were, were revoked. Dave, I know we talked about this and we got on the phone with this third-party seller and this third-party seller we had enforced against before and he, he reached out to us for some help. But, but anyway, but let's, let's just be clear. We're, we're very good at what we do here at Helen Associates, but in this case, we weren't the one that shut him down. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, uh, because how how here at Howland Associates, when we, we work for manufacturers and we work for third-party sellers, the reason we've started, you know, talking with third-party sellers and working with third-party sellers, and I got to give a lot of that credit over to Maurice here, is because we understand the, 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 the whole mentality of buy low, sell high, acquire product, and then move that product that you can for a profit. So we don't look at third-party sellers as the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. We understand what they're doing. So we, we, when we're representing the manufacturer, uh, we reach out to a third-party seller very amicably. You know, mm -hmm. we, we saw you doing this, you acquired product, um, understand we have a restricted channel. The manufacturers asked me to reach out to you. There's always a, 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 a mutual respect that we can come to some level of an agreement there. In this case, we came to a really good agreement with that third-party seller. Yeah. Things worked out so much where now when he has problems, he calls us. <laughs> so um, in this case, he, he was selling books. Apparently, some of the books were, um, uh, I, I can't remember if it was they, were, they weren't compliant um, with, uh, with Amazon's guidelines or they were restricted. It wasn't pornography. It wasn't anything like that. I think it just happened to be something that was, um, just kind of a fluke, if you will. Yep. Well, we all know that if a, if a brand registry submission gets submitted or things of that nature, it, I could submit a brand registry claim against a third-party seller for whether it's counterfeit, intellectual property, whatever it is. I don't have the ability as the agent or the manufacturer to shut down a store. Amazon's the only one that carries that power. So Amazon will look at it and maybe they'll just suspend that ASIN or your ability to sell on that ASIN. In this case, just shut the store down. So he calls us in a panic. Well, what's the very first thing I said, right? Well, I think we should log into your Seller Central account and see what's going on. It shocked me. Now, I know most third-party sellers are going to go, they're going to do that emoji where they slap themselves on the head, right? <laughs> he had to remember what his username and password was to get into a Seller Central account. <laughs> now... I look at that going, okay, you are selling on Amazon. You've got a lot of product on Amazon. How in the heck are you not getting into your seller central account on a regular basis to look at all the things that go in there? And we'll touch base on that in a second. So he, he had an old email address tied to his seller central account. He didn't see the suspension come, come through. He didn't respond to it because he didn't see it. Well, that still logs into your activity on your seller central account. So one of our other partners who, who wasn't able to make the call today um, Denise, she goes, let's just dive in. And, and just so happens where she flew out from Indiana, we were having a team meeting. So we we're sitting there, she dives in there and she goes, um, 
here's the unread email sitting right in your solo central account. <laughs> it says X, Y, Z. All they're asking you to do is respond to it and confirm or deny or whatever it is. So we were able to identify that very quickly. We responded to the email. We updated his seller central account to, to his new email address, you know, and, and go in there. But it was a shock to me that it was something that simple. And I know most true professional third-party sellers on Amazon, you know, they, they're, they're in there every day, right? Because you can manage your inventory, manage your pricing, all your communication, your, your ODR, order defect rate, your A to Z claims, anything that goes on with your store selling, that's where you go and manage it. For a lot of, a lot of people, they may just send it into Amazon, FBA, Amazon takes care of it, and then they just wait for the transactions or conversions or, you know, the money, right? Right. Um, and, and that's probably not the norm. That's the exception. But in this case, yeah, we went in there and it was fairly easy to see. I think after three or four emails back and forth, his store got reactivated. And uh, that just goes to show you, keep your finger on your store and yes. log in and look at it and make sure the email, you don't have to pop it every day, but you, you should be able to log in or have those emails come to you frequently enough that when something happens, you can be on top of it. Because Amazon, most of the time, if you respond right away um, and address that issue, Amazon's gonna, gonna take care of it. Let it sit for a few weeks or let it sit for a few days or run in panic mode. I mean, the only one that's going to lose there is you. It's not Amazon or the customer. It's really you that's going to lose as the third-party seller. Oh, and, and to your point, when he didn't respond to that email and then responded it to it weeks later, it was a couple weeks before it was reinstated. And so there, there is wisdom, certain wisdom is staying on top of it. And a, a lot of you listeners are probably going to today's point, that emoji slap in the head, it, it's but it happens more often than not. So just remember that as you're going forward. <laughs> or, or a lot of times they'll log into their seller central account. And I've seen this too. And all they really care about is their inventory, their sell through rate, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what's their disbursements, things of that nature. Uh, they may not go and look at all the messaging that's in there or something of that. Now uh, I, I would always encourage to stay on top of that. Now, because this person, he wasn't, he was uh, a legitimate big third-party seller, but it was a side business. And I believe he had multiple stores and this store yeah. was specifically for books. So it probably wasn't top of mind, but Amazon does play that game a lot where if you respond to an email right away, it's in the queue and it has that level of, uh, of, of preference to respond quickly. The longer it goes, the more it pushes down. So nobody can actually say for sure. And Amazon will never confirm this, but there's ratings behind your store on everything ratings from how you communicate to your order defect rate to your sell through your pricing all these different things are a factor brand registry complaints and based on those the better seller you are and the better store rating you have with amazon the quicker they're going to do things ignore a lot of things from amazon i almost sure amazon's going to push you down to the bottom <laughs> yeah i love it no this is Again, this is just a high-level uh, response, but we thought the, that it would be beneficial to the audience. So thanks, Dave. <laughs> no, sounds good.